Macy's has rejected a $5.8 billion takeover from its activist investors. According to Bloomberg, Macy's Inc. said Sunday that it wasn't interested in a bid from Arc House Management Company and Brigade Capital Management to take over the retailer, claiming that the offer lacked compelling value. The investors made a $5.8 billion offer or $21 a share for the company last month, and Arkhouse earlier Sunday threatened to take its offer to shareholders if the department store chain doesn't step up negotiations. The offer represents about a 19% premium to Macy's closing price on Friday. Also, last Thursday, Macy said it would lay off about 3.5% of its workforce. Michael, we're going to go to you first on this one. Do you think that Macy's was right in rejecting this offer? I do, actually. I think this is super interesting uh, from a story standpoint. And this is, I want to say the first chapter, but I actually think it's the prelude. I don't even think it's the first chapter. Uh, I think that Macy's, um, I've obviously been in business with Macy's for almost 30 years and um, have done business with them and and watched them closely. And going back to the the stock market crash in 2008, 2009, I don't think Macy's ever made it out of there. They, in our opinion, from an operational standpoint, they've been a zombie retailer since then. Mm -hmm. So from a retail business standpoint, They've done a fabulous job of offlaying their margin damages to the vendor community to help to support them. So at some point, their retail business is going to cease to exist and, and be a big issue, which they're kind of reaching that precipice now. However, their real estate is absolutely worth more than what the bid was for the business. So the 19% okay. premium sounds interesting. But when you take a step back, it actually sounds completely inadequate because if you just think of the Herald Square mm. location alone, I think they were quoting that location, and this is going back three years ago or so, was worth two and a half or three billion dollars at least. And then you look at the New York City real estate market, and you think to yourself, a full block in the true center of Manhattan, like a true end-to-end four-corner block. Right. Like how much is that thing worth? And the the numbers are probably staggering could be double what they what they were offered this is so interesting just the like i mean i I think it 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 does hit on the points that we certainly were wondering like is this something is the real estate alone the value here and it sounds like that's that's what you're saying michael um manola anything that you would throw in an ad here yeah, I mean, I, I tend to agree. I think it feels like a like a low ball offer, right? It's just, you know, the the value of the real estate alone is probably significantly more than that, right? So I, I, I think it's the right call on to, but to Michael's point, I think we're we're seeing the the beginnings of what's probably going to be a very long, <laughs> long story back and forth there. Chris, right. where, where do you fall on this? I mean, I, I agree with both of what Michael and Manola said. I mean, I think the interesting thing to me is that, you know, Macy's as a retail operation, it's hard. I've said this on the show many times. It's hard for me to see how they are worth 20% more 10 years from now than they are today, given mm-hmm. what Michael said, because they are, they're a zombie retail. You go in the stores, they, they, they actually feel like something out of the zombie apocalypse. If you go into the wrong one on the wrong day. Right. Um, but the question then becomes, okay, at what point do the shareholders finally say, cry uncle and say, okay, we're ready to, we're ready to get out. We're ready to cash in. We're ready, ready to harvest the value here. And it sounds like that's the ultimate question that's still on the table is what is that inflection point? 20% given the figures that, 
Michael threw out and, you know, what the value of that New York real estate could be in terms of how he summed that up, I thought was brilliant. It's just a question of when does it reach that point? And is there a bidder that wants it to reach that point, which actually may be, you know, the toughest thing to come by, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like, I mean, my question was like, where's the growth that supports that demand? Obviously, it sounds like the real estate market is where the growth is for Macy's that supports getting or asking of more money. Michael, I, I'm curious in closing, like, is there any way that Macy's retail arm you think can stay profitable, like, or that we could see an increase there? Like, could they spin off like Bloomingdale's or even Macy's backstage, which has seen a lot, a lot of growth. Like, do you think that's even an option or is that just going down with the rest of the ship? You think? Outlook is super negative. I think that okay. um, the back backstage was sort of an ill-fated move. I think they were competing in a market they shouldn't be competing in, and it dilutes their presentation in the normal Macy stores. They may have a decent growth rate there, but overall, long term, I, I think that's faulted. Okay. Uh, I think Macy's itself, it's it's just it's from an era that's gone by, both socially and economically. Um, so I think the future is not bright. And Bloomingdale's is interesting, but honestly, I think Bloomingdale's has kind of caught a cold of the department store malaise as well. It was sort of a gem of department stores, but really, what does a department store mean in the U.S. today? And then what does it sure. mean 10 years from now? I think it's a really scary future. So um, um, my outlook is pretty negative. I don't think there's a lot that the retail business can do. And the other challenge for them is with Jeff Gannett's retirement and departure, yes. mm -hmm. he is the last of a generation that was a tried and true retailer who came up through the ranks and has been there for 25 or 30 years. Now it's sort of this new world hybrid of uh, executives that I'm, I'm just not, I'm not hopeful for the future. Chris, yeah, last and word. I, yeah, I would jump in here too, because I think we do need to talk about the layoffs as well. You know, I think Michael's point too about department stores in general. I was trying to dig out my old Forbes article where I called department stores the horse and buggy of the 21st century, because that's essentially what they are. But but the layoffs is an interesting point too. The outgoing CEO is an interesting point. Tony Spring, we've talked to some of the people that have been laid off. We're hearing he's kind of an old school guy, may not get digital that well. There's potentially some dissension in the ranks. So, mm. so you don't you don't know that this is going to get any better. In fact, it could potentially get worse since they went, you know, internal with that hire. Um, and Jeff Gannett didn't blow the doors off anything either, you know, in his tenure, in my opinion. I've been very loud about that. So, so I think we got to touch on the fact that, you know, this comes amid the backdrop of, you know, pretty pretty sizable layoffs once again. All I right. Oh, One go ahead, last Michael. quick thing. I mean, the interesting thing about Jeff is I actually think he stemmed a lot of the bleeding of the business. So although mm. he didn't blow the doors off, I think he helped uh, protect from even steeper losses. So all of a sudden you could have this tidal wave coming of, of challenging business for them. And at some point, the main reason for Macy's over the course of the past 10 years for all these big vendors was it was a retail access point. However, a lot of these wholesalers now have gotten into the direct-to-consumer business, either with robust.com sites or their own retail outlets. So at what point does Macy's become less important for them? And, and again, it's it's going to get ugly. Yeah. And the way I hear what you just said, too, is he was essentially the bilge pump CEO, which tells you kind of why we're in 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 the world that we're in now in regards to Macy's.